and welcome back to Odin's Beard, episode two of the main episode. I am your host, Dalton Ryder. And I'm Chris Ryder. The other host. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about the most electrifying things happening in pop culture in the past week. Basically to give a rundown of what happens for anybody that doesn't know or anybody that's joining us for the first time. Uh, we play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. And we each share four different articles each. We each share four articles each, eight in total. And uh, neither one of us have seen each other's articles. Now on happenstance, say I have an article that Chris also found, then we would just both talk about what we found in the article. So. We're gonna play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Ready? Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I beat, I beat. I demolished it. Yeah, you did. Alright, hit me with your first story, my friend. Alright, this comes from TheVerge.com. The Verge? Yeah. And it's, uh, the title is Netflix banned from competing at Cannes, at a Cannes Film Festival. Really? Yeah. It says Netflix Originals can no longer compete for the Palme d'Or, which I assume is the, is the reward for oh, the Lord. award. Oh, that's <coughs> correct me. Um, it says, uh, that... Netflix's films have been banned from competing there because, uh, I'm trying to read it right here. That kind of skims it out the Um, it's, I think it's because Netflix doesn't show their films in theater, in theaters, because, uh, I think, because apparently, I think it was last year, their movie... Okja and the Mayor Owitz's stories on your phone. <laughs> Rude. Uh, yeah, there were uh, the movies Okja and the Mayor Owitz stories, which are films that, like, uh, were actually, I guess, they were supposed to be in the award thing, but uh, because they weren't in theaters, like all the other movies that were nominated it led to like a bunch of protesting from french filmmakers and netflix tried to uh i guess remedy this by doing last minute like theatrical runs but they couldn't do the french media re regulations which kind of sucked like but they didn't really think about it that's like the opposite like the article said it's the opposite of what netflix is yeah putting your films in theaters because you're already paying for the service to watch the films and to watch it at home yeah so it really wouldn't be any point and netflix probably they're probably fine with this i mean i'm sure they would like <coughs> to win awards and stuff but but it's not like netflix is you know uh it's not like they're losing money yeah. when people saying that uh apparently uh whoa that was my computer uh, dalton i literally told you when we started <laughs> this all right, uh, but there's a quote. It says, Free Mouse. I'm trying to find his full name, but I can't. Um, he said, The Netflix people love the red carpet and would like to be present with other films uh, for the award show, but they understand that the intransigence of their own model, I don't know what that means, is now the opposite of ours. But yeah, because like they don't, they're not gonna release their movies in theaters. So yeah, yeah. So they're not eligible to be a part of that, even though their movies would be. Deserving. I mean, there's a lot of their movies that they have on Netflix are really uh, award worthy. Well, so kind of that kind of sucks. Some of them. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Is that your first article? Yeah. All right. Well, my first article was going to be something different, but since you said that, I'm going to skip to another one that's very similar to yours. Um, this one comes from the dailymail.co.uk, and the whole title is, You're a TV Movie, 
Steven Spielberg claims Netflix films shouldn't qualify for Oscar nominations and warns it poses clear danger to cinema goers. That's the full that's the full title. Wow. Basically, Steven Spielberg, who I respect a lot, I I love Spielberg. I love his work. I think I don't think there's very many people who don't love his work. Um, he said that basically Netflix is a television format and. He said, and I quote, once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie. If it's not a good, if it's a good show, you deserve an Emmy, but not an Oscar. So I don't really, that doesn't really, it, it's basically his whole, the whole rant is him saying that he wants to go back to a time where there's more people go into the movies and, uh, you know, like, like how it used to be. Uh, and now with so many people making films and putting them on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon prime, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's ruining the, and this has been said by many people. I, I, I mean, I've read articles of many directors who have said that, you know, Netflix is ruining movie going experiences. Uh, same with Hulu, but, yeah, he, uh, which I kind of see where he's coming from, but at the same time, I don't think, I think people are still going to be making great movies and wanting that theater experience. I don't think Netflix is ever going to ruin anything. You know, I, I think it's its own platform. And yes, I understand the whole TV concept, but at the same time, you have to understand what Netflix is as a platform and you have to understand that there are movies on there as well that they make, and I mean they they should be eligible for Oscars, and they are. But that doesn't make sense that Netflix is ruining the movie going experience because by that logic, then DVDs ruin movie going experiences. Because like the way I'm thinking about it is they're saying that why would you go to the theater if the movie's going to come out on Netflix? Like, like a month or so after. That's the same with like VHSs and DVDs. All you well, no, he's saying like Netflix original movies. Oh, and then that, that still doesn't make sense because they're movies. Yeah, like hours and how that and you can't. They're not going to be in theaters like with the other article that I just read. That title is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to release <coughs> their Netflix original movies in theaters. Because they already have the platform. Yeah, yeah, and movies, it's just like what I just said. Movies that are in theaters will be in theaters, and then later on they'll be on DVD and on streaming services. And even then, they may not be on Netflix. There are some movies that just come out on Hulu. And, you know, vice versa. So I don't understand how Netflix is ruining that, you know. Um, <laughs> the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't understand his argument. Well, I get it because well, he you have to understand where he's coming from because I mean he's the greatest filmmaker in history and he no yes no don't no no you can't just say that you can't you can't argue with that you know, you can't just no because that's completely subjective. I mean okay fine, but I mean I'm not saying but I'm saying in my opinion he's yeah. the greatest filmmaker in history. And you can't, you, you, and you can't deny that he's made some amazing movies. I mean, he made Jaws, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List. Jurassic Park was a terrible movie. Don't you dare! It was a terrible. Don't movie. you dare! It's not Jurassic movie. Park's my favorite movie. I'm joking. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Uh, it's a it's a cinema a cinematic masterpiece. Oh God! It it really is. How how can you sit here and say it's not? You know what? We're gonna have a fight on the podcast. Oh yeah. Alright, but yeah, that's basically, that is the end of my story. Hit me with another one, you person. What if I told you I didn't have any more? Ah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Alright, uh, this is actually, when we first started this podcast, Dalton asked me, uh, hey, do you want to do a sports thing? Because I like basketball, and I'm get, trying to get into other sports too. And I said no, because this is just a uh, pop culture not pop culture. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, it's pop culture. It's a, it's, no, pop, no, no, it's no. a pop culture. I don't, I don't like the sound of that. 
Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Multimedia podcast. Okay. Well, if you say multimedia, then sports technically falls into that category. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, wait, I decide not to do sports. Do we have a sports segment? No. Like, no, 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 this article I thought was a bit humorous. Don't look at my phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I found it a bit humorous, and it's about a basketball player. Um, if you don't know about basketball, don't worry. You don't need to know much. Uh, but uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers player Jordan Clarkson. Here's a picture. I'm showing it out in the picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, apparently, dinosaurs were pets of bigger people before humans. What? And I have to agree. What? What is... Uh, I don't even understand uh, what's happening. With, uh, this is on um, a Bleacher Report, but the interview was on Slam, the, magazine, the basketball magazine. Um, Clarkson said... Uh, Y'all know how we got dogs and stuff, right? So I think it this was... This is a direct quote? Yeah. So I think it was bigger people in the world before us, and the dinosaurs was they pets. I'm not, I'm not like... <laughs> I'm not reading exactly how it sounds. Um, and I guess the person who was interviewing him was DJ Montage. How big were these people? That's a great question. Oh, God. Because a basketball player would know how big these... Dinosaur <laughs> walker, these dinosaur walking walker. people. Yeah. Oh, you look at a dinosaur, they got to be three times bigger than them. That's a big person. That's a huge person. That's a big, uh, and I love the end. Fortunately for the Cavaliers, Clarkson's opinions on dinosaurs haven't impacted his recent play on the court, and thank God for that. That's like King Kong walking a T Rex. Uh, I mean, I have to agree, because, <laughs> like, you see, you know, like, we're bigger than dogs now, and as you know, dogs are ancestors of dinosaurs. <laughs> like, um, uh, the, uh, a beagle is a direct descendant. Of the Triceratops. No, I was going to say T-Rex, but Don, I think you know more about me, more about this <laughs> stuff than me. Oh, so, I yeah. cannot believe... Well, okay, that fits under the whole... Oh, gosh. Like, okay. I, I hate... I hate how arrogant, like, the flat earthers are. Maybe we're getting too political. But you know how, like... Okay, B.O.B., for example. Bob. <laughs> I... His whole reasoning... Every time he's questioned by scientists, by, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson even came at him. Like, I don't understand how, and this guy, I don't know if he's joking. No, he's not. Is he not joking? Well, he's not, like, standing by it like Flat Earthers do, but, like, he's just staying I don't understand it. that, like. I mean, I think it's fine. If, if he thinks that, you, let him think that. Well, I mean, that's fine. The dinosaur thing's fine. Whatever. That I, I mean, nobody's going to take that seriously. But the Flat Earther thing, I've seen people go to that side just because people, like, B.O.B. and who was the NBA player? Was it Kevin Durant? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. People like Kyrie Irving and B.O.B. saying that the earth is flat and then getting more celebrities behind it and then getting more, like, you're warping the way people think. And it's like, there's I, I, no, I there's opinions. Now, there's opinions. Um, People can have their own religious opinion. People can have their own political opinion. But... You can't deny facts, though. You know? I mean, the Earth is not flat. I think it's square. There's no way for it to be flat because people could sail from California all the way around the world. In a circle. And, and, yeah, in a circle. And, in a circle. And dock at North Carolina. A flat circle. Which, coincidentally, if they went from California all the way to North Carolina, you know bypassed Asia and, and Africa and all that, and Europe, then they would land in North Carolina. And coincidentally, <clears throat> I mean, that's that's where we're filming this podcast. Right. So if you, if you, you, you know, y'all yeah. want some celebrity, if you want some celebrities on the show, tell them to, to test the flat earth theory and show up at, uh, in North Carolina. Oh, I thought you were in Asia. No. I mean, that's not, that's, uh, yeah. 
But uh, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> I think he said after he that was said my that, favorite story you've ever said. <laughs> and we've only been doing this like two episodes now. This is like my sixth story, so like in all, it's sixth story at all, and I think it's my favorite. It's but, gonna be my favorite for a long time. But, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, he said that in a podcast where he was talking about his life, and when people asked him about it, he said, "Because uh, the interview, yeah, the interview was about his life." He said, "That's what the only thing he took out of it, because he talked about his family, and he talked about um, this is life, how he became a basketball player." And I understand like how he may be offended by that, but then he said, "I don't know if this is." I've heard that he said he doesn't really believe that. He was trying to prove a point. I don't really know what that point was. Right. Like, I mean, if you say, I understand you wanting to, like, want people to focus on what makes you, you, like, talking about your parents and stuff. But if you say something weird. That's all people are focused on. Yeah, like, that's not bad. That's human nature. We focus on the outlier. And there's going to be people that, you know, if, if this podcast ever gets farther than what it is, there's going to be people that are like bashing us for, because you know how, um, you know how people get with politics and they bash the other side. And that's why we'll, we'll never talk about politics. I feel like it, politics, religion. Um, but like stuff like this, this is not either. This is just, Flat earthers is, is nonsense. And I don't, and I shouldn't have gotten on that topic. I shouldn't have, uh, <clears throat> I shouldn't have brought it up, but I mean, it kind of relates, sort of. Not really. But yeah. Oh, is that the end of your article? Yeah. yeah. Please tell me more. No, I just have, I was reading the comments. I'm not going to read them all, but if you want a good time, read the comments. Wait, read, read, read the best one and say who it is. Uh, Douglas Goodwin just said fool. Fool. Fool, I mean. You're a good man, Douglas. No, I mean, if you believe, I mean. No, it's not okay. It's not, no, it's not okay. Because uh, it's King, it's a bunch of King Kong-sized people walking T-Rexes and Triceratops. There's no way that there would be enough room on the earth for that many people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Especially with the earth being flat. Jordan Clarkson, you believe whatever you want to believe. You believe I mean, that's that's fine. If he wants to believe it, it's not hurting anybody, but at the same time, it's ridiculous. Like, Shout out uh, to my boy. I don't know. Sh- yeah. All right. All I'm right. sorry. I'm not trying to bash anybody. Right. But damn. All right. All right, Don. <laughs> tell me a story. All right. So, for you guys who don't know, I am partnered with... Uh, I, I'm a partner with Vocal, which is a website that where you can write stories and articles, and uh, I'm... I'm what they call a vocal creator, I guess, is the name of the people that write on there. Um, so I wrote an article, <clears throat> but I'm not going to read from that article because I don't think that's fair. But um, I wrote an article about this, so if you want to check it out, I'll put a link in the bio um, or the description, whatever. But this really saddened me. It's really made me sad because I was excited for it. This comes from comicbook.com. FX cancels Donald Glover's Deadpool animated series. Um, This is from the website. FX has pulled out of Marvel's Deadpool animated series from brothers Donald and Steven Glover following, quote, creative differences. Uh, The animated adult action comedy was to be overseen by Glover, the creator slash star slash executive producer of FX's acclaimed Atlanta, which is a great show. Due to creative differences, this is a quote straight from uh, straight from FX. It says, due to creative differences, FX, Donald Glover, Steven Glover, and Marvel Television have agreed to part ways on Marvel's Deadpool animated series. They said in a statement on Saturday, FX will no longer be involved with the project. FX and Marvel have ongoing relationship through our partnership on Legion, which will continue. Um, it was announced, I think, back in May, last May, that a 10-episode straight series, season one, was going to come out uh, for Deadpool. And I was excited for it. And I love, for those of you who don't know, I love Donald Glover. I think he is a genius. He literally can do no wrong. But apparently he did wrong. Uh, He can do everything, but... And I can see that happening, okay? Here's the thing. I feel like Donald Glover would have tried to change Deadpool way too much... That it would have just, you know, it would have just 
messed it up. And and I, I hate to say that, but just based on his style now and how he writes, like with Atlanta, I feel like it would have gotten. I feel like it could have been good, but I feel like Deadpool would have been changed. And of all the things can, that can get rebooted and changed, I feel like Deadpool. Deadpool's been the same for decades, or how I think he's been out for maybe twenty five years. Um, I think Deadpool is a, a a solid, a fixed. He's in a fixed state. He doesn't need to change because he's this uh, like he he's this otherworldly mutant basically, and that he's not an alien. He's a human. But what I'm saying is, like, when I say otherworldly, I mean like. He breaks the fourth wall. He does stuff that like is so awesome, and you know it's it's so creative, and it doesn't need to be tampered with. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have any? I mean, you're very quiet right now. No, I'm trying. I'm been thinking like uh, <clears throat> when usually when a show ends because the creator and the network have creative differences, it, it usually just means the creator did something bad and the network doesn't like it. Not like bad, like criminally bad. I mean like uh, they tried to do something different with the show. And it could have been negative. And I feel like that's what it was, that they were trying to change how Deadpool acts. And, and I mean, nobody will know. I, don't, I feel like it won't get out unless Donald Glover actually says something about it. But, um, I mean, I think yeah, Deadpool probably would have been changed, but that's true with any, like, reiteration of any character. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Spider-Man, like, all of the, He's literally had, like, a, what, a dozen shows? Yeah, there's been... There's been three different movie iterations, and then, uh... There's been a bunch of animated It's been, like, six or seven animated shows. I may, I may be yeah, wrong. Uh, I mean, he, it's the same story, and I'm sure... I think he has, like, the same personality, but there's stuff that's different. Um, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Because there's been good Spider-Man shows and bad Spider-Man shows. But, um... I mean, it could have been a good change for Deadpool, but it also could have been bad. Well... Oh, another fear, I, I was talking to somebody about it, that um, another thing was, you know, he tries to, he breaks the fourth wall and he likes to bring stuff from the real world into what he's doing. Uh, this person that I was talking to was saying that uh, it could have been like something to, to do, something bad that's happening in the world, like maybe something with uh, this whole, like the shootings and the gun control, um, something to do with that that was negative. They, they could have pulled out um, because it was inappropriate. Um, it could have been something to do with uh, just anything. It, it, it could have been really, uh, it could have been something inappropriate, which is true, which is true, but I don't see Donald Glover doing that, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you never know, but, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. So. Yeah. We're flying through these. I don't know. I'm still stuck on the whole dinosaur thing. I can't get over that article. That's my favorite article. I don't have any any that could even remotely compare to that. I'm saying like that would mean dinosaurs could be domesticated. Yeah, domesticated. That's that is awesome. I mean, Jurassic Park has proved that wrong, but you know well, that's a film, Don. But Jordan yes, Clarkson but this is, is a, talking about Jordan, real life. <laughs> He's talking about a, a true science. All right, hit me with your next article. Your third. Yeah. Third article. Let's get it. Alright, uh, this is on Cartoon Brew. Um, John Musker, co-director of Aladdin and Moana, mm -hmm. retires from Disney after 40 years. No! Um, uh, he started at Disney in 1977. Uh, he co-directed and co-wrote um, seven films with his creative partner, Ron Clements. Uh, the Great Mouse Detective, uh, The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Hercules, Treasure Planet, The Princess and the Frog, and Moana. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I think I've seen The Great Mouse Detective. You when have. I was, yeah, I think I liked it. The Little Mermaid, I, I don't remember. Really it's remember. crazy that they, he was with, he was with them for 
40 years? Is uh, it 40 years? Yeah, 40. Jeez. Um, I liked Aladdin. Uh, I, I don't remember watching Oh, that. I loved Aladdin. Um, Treasure Planet. That's Treasure Planet was, was badass. Yeah, it was unpopular, though. It didn't make it. I think it was a flop. No. Yeah, it was a flop no. in the box office. Look it up. You look it up. Yeah. You go ahead and look it up. Yeah. Let's produce dead air for you to look it up and, yeah. and for me to prove you wrong. No, you're, you're embarrassing. You're embarrassing. Look how quiet you are. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at his uh, his reading on Audacity. Yes, yeah, I was making sure it was like Treasure Island or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't read it wrong. Is it Was it a flop? Yeah, it, Joseph Jordan Levitt voice. And that's the main guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, by the way, probably one of my all-time favorite celebrities. He's a great man. Uh, it had a budget of $140 million, and it had a box office of $109.6 million. So they didn't make a profit. They didn't make a profit, no. So but... that's a flop. That's considered a flop. You're a flop. Yeah, the film bombed in the <clears throat> United States box office. It made $38 million in the United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for Academy Award for Best Animated Fe- Feature in 2002. And there was a canceled sequel, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but John Musker, he wrote all these movies. I like The Princess and the Frog. And I like Moana. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of... If you read the article, there's a bunch of uh, people saying... Uh, Goodbye and thank you at a retirement party. <clears throat> mm. It's all very sweet. But good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That, that was a short one. Uh, and that really didn't need to be. The article was short. I feel like that didn't need to be discussed very much. It's, it's really just a sad departure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Tell me a story. All right. This one is. I have mixed feelings about this one. Uh. This is from FandomWire.com. Tessa Thompson to star alongside Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black reboot film. Oh. Okay. Now, I'm a big fan of the Men in Black franchise. All three of them. They're all great. Uh, I love Will Smith. I love Tommy Lee Jones. The thing is, I, I have mixed emotions about reboots, though. Because in certain situations, they could be a good thing, like the J.J. Abrams Star Trek franchise. I I thoroughly enjoyed the Star Trek movies. Um, I, sorry for clearing my throat. Um, It could also be a bad thing, like, um, and it, because there's reboots that reboot a franchise. There's soft reboots like Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which was a great thing. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was a phenomenal movie, and it, it was like a soft reboot, where it was a sequel, but it was still a reboot of the franchise. But then there's, like, crappy reboots, like the, which I haven't seen it yet, because I, I don't believe it's out, but um, the new Overboard looks terrible. I can't think of a, a bad reboot off the top of my, oh, well, since I'm, I, I see it over there on my uh, shelf, uh, the Karate Kid reboot, I thought was terrible. It wasn't that bad. It was terrible. Um, the Ghostbusters reboot was terrible, which uh, that's going to start a, a like fury. The Ghostbusters original sucked. Shut up. Ah, shit. Ghostbusters is a national treasure. Uh, <clears throat> but, I mean, in that, in saying that, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson were both phenomenal. They both played in Thor Ragnarok, which was more of a comedy than a than an action movie. I mean, it was both. And so the fact that they did that and <clears throat> they're going on to take on a similar genre in Men in Black, I'm confident that it, it would be good. But at the same time, Men in Black does not need a reboot. Wait, wait so is the article about the reboot? <clears throat> well, here's what, here, here's what it says, okay? Tessa Thompson has been confirmed to be joining her Thor Ragnarok co-star Chris Hemsworth in Sony's Men in Black spinoff film. Fate of the Furious filmmaker F. Gary Gray is set to direct the movie, with the script being written by Iron Man screenwriters Matt Holloway and Art Markham. 
The studio has the film set for a release date of June 14th, 2019, which is not too far off. So, I mean, we're, we're not going to have to wait very long for that. Uh, <coughs> sorry. <clears throat> Sony's Men in Black reboot is set to feature new characters for their series rather than Agents K and J, which were portrayed by original Men in Black actors Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith and will build more on the contemporary sci-fi world in which they operate around. I'm sorry. I... <coughs> oh, man. Walter F. Parks and Laurie McDonald are back as producers while Steven Spielberg, he's uh, in it again, is returning as executive producer, which that's another great movie that Steven Spielberg had his hand in. Uh, well, I'm just going to read the rest of the article because it's a short article. Uh, in, addition, in addition to her recent work in last year's hit co-starring with Hemsworth in Thor Ragnarok, Thompson has also recently appeared in the recent sci-fi picture Annihilation, which I really want to see and is currently shooting Creed 2 with Michael B. Jordan returning. This summer she will star in, it's really just all she's starring in, she, she'll be back as Valkyrie in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, she's in an HBO show. Uh, she's in Westworld on HBO, which I didn't know. I haven't watched the HBO Westworld series, which that's technically a reboot. Um, or it is a reboot. <clears throat> but I'm kind of excited to see how they do it yeah. I, I won't let, let me put it this way i have no emotions towards it until i see a teaser i want to see a teaser because really, chris hemsworth is funny i don't really have a emotion towards men in black really I mean, yeah i like men in black i don't like the second one i like the first one i like the third one. one the third one's really good and i like the first one i like the game we have the i remember playing the place i think it was PlayStation, PlayStation one yeah or playstation i don't remember no, it was, it was PlayStation 1. I remember it. We were, uh... Oh, gosh, I remember that. That game was spooky. No, uh, I don't remember what it was. It, I think it's called Men in Black Back in Action, maybe? Something like that. But it was it was a PlayStation 1 game. We, I think it was at... We were at, like, some kind of store. I want to say Toys R Us, maybe? Or, uh... But it was in a dump bin. At some store. So it may have been Toys R Us. It may have been Walmart. Something like that. Uh, we found it in a dump bin when we were really little. Uh, and we played it. And that... It was nighttime when we played that for the first time. And it was scary. Spooky. I'm sure now... Because the first level is like... You get on a roller coaster. And you travel through it. And the, the music is phenomenal. And you have to like... Travel through the roller coaster. And shoot all the aliens as they pop up. But some of them could be cardboard. It was just it was just scary. And then you had it, the ride broke down. You had to get off, and it was great. But that's a, that's a bit of a tangent. Spook filled game. Yeah, It'd probably still be spook spooky for us. Yeah, spooky for me. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to see what could come of it. Um, I'm but to... it I, I mean it may be fine. But I I stand by what I said. I don't I feel like Men in Black is a franchise that needs to be rebooted. But yeah. That's... No, I think it should be rebooted. Why? Yeah, I mean, it's not much. There's a, what, an animated series. Like, I don't, know, I don't know how I ran for it. Then there's some games. Then there's like three movies. And I'm sure there's there's. Uh, well, I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, there is. I think, but um, I'm I'm saying the the franchise as a whole. I don't feel like. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't think I, of it as a reboot. I just think of it as a. They don't. Have, they didn't have to call it a reboot. They just could have called it a continuation with different nah, characters. I mean, if it's a soft reboot, I'm fine with that. But I don't know. We'll see. So that's the end of my third article. Hit me with your last one, my friend. All right. Don't 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 make me. Don't, don't get spooked. You're protected. That's right. Um, my this last one <clears throat> is on Anime News Network. Right. Okay. Alright, it's called uh, My Hero Academia Anime Film Reveals Title Story In August 3rd Premiere Release Yes okay. uh, But yeah, there's gonna be a My Hero Academia movie It's called My Hero Academia The Movie It's capitalized The Movie uh, Futari no Hero Which is My Hero Academia The Movie The Two Heroes Mm-hmm and uh, it said, uh, 
The film will take place overseas on a giant man-made floating movable city called... I think that's One Island or I Island? I don't know. Um, I do know, like... Um... I think the movie will take place where season three will be. I'm not sure. It says, in addition, the film will show the younger days of All Might, which is the hero who trains them. And he is, well, I'm not going to, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to tell you what really happens. But, um, yeah, there's there's already a third season coming out. Uh... I'm pretty sure we'll have 25 episodes. I think the others had 25. Right. And. And you said so the movie will will take place before. Yeah, I'm not sure. It says during. The film will take place after the final exam art, which I assume is the end of season two. Mm-hmm. During another summer, during the forest training art, which I think is season three. I watched the teaser for the third season. I think that's where they were. And, uh, yeah. It looks pretty cool. Does it? Yeah. And there's there's going to be a third season of movie. There's going to be a 17th volume. The 18th volume on April 4th. Well, the 17th volume is already out, but the 18th volume will ship. Um, yeah. It's a busy, busy anime. Yeah, no, I, I've only. I'm watched, sorry. I feel like I don't have much to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've only watched like the two first two episodes. Yeah, I've, I've watched most of season one, and I watched a little bit of season two because if you listen to the last podcast, I like to skip around. Yeah, he does, which is weird. Yeah, but uh, I like it, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm gonna watch all the way through and then watch season three. Try to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, is that the end of it? That was not even half of it. Alright. No, alright. <laughs> okay, my last article comes from ScreenRant.com. Drumroll, please. <laughs> Chris Evans is done with Marvel after Avengers 4. Oh, yeah, I read about that. Yeah. Um... This is from the article. It says, It is the news that everyone has been waiting for as Chris Evans confirms he really is done with playing Captain America after the Russo Brothers' untitled Avengers 4 film. Alongside big names like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth, Evans helped launch Phase 1 of the MCU playing the first Avenger, Steve Rogers. In addition to starring in two proper solo movies, Evans also led the charge in Captain America Civil War, the first two Avengers movies, and makes a major return to form in the upcoming Avengers Infinity War. The 36-year-old had already teased that the end of Phase 3 could mark the end of his time in the MCU, and it looks like fans now have it in writing. <clears throat> and, okay, this is straight from Evans. He, he said, and I quote, You want to get off the train before they push you off. Oh. Which, I understand that because I, I think he, he's wanting to have a proper send off I feel like instead of them saying okay well we you know he, he want it what he wants it to be at his terms in his terms because I can honestly say <clears throat> every single person in the MCU is that character like Robert Downey Jr. is the perfect Iron Man nobody else could be Tony Stark uh same thing with Thor Chris Hemsworth nobody else could be Thor I mean, it, it's going to be so hard to replace these people if they try to reboot it later down the line. And... They don't have to reboot it. They don't have to reboot it. I mean, if they keep continuing it, I don't think... They'll probably do different teams. There's other Avengers, aren't there? Yeah, well, there's the West Coast Avengers, which is which has already been teased to have been led by Captain America. Is there going to be a West Side Avengers? West Side. I don't know, but, um, no, it's, it's kind of bittersweet because we, um, you know, Captain America is one of the, I mean, Chris Evans is a phenomenal Captain America. I don't think you could really find anybody better. Uh, he, he really does take 
and that's the beautiful thing about everybody in the MCU. They really care about the roles, you know? Yeah. I mean, or at least all the heroes do, you know? Um, Why do you don't think the villains do? No, I think Loki does. And I I even think uh, James Spader liked being Ultron. And Josh Brolin as Thanos. But I'm saying, like, you know, like the whole thing with Terrence Howard and Natalie Portman, how they didn't like being in the MCU. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, but, like, that's just two people. No, I know. But I'm saying all the heroes enjoy doing it, though. That's not even the point. But, um... Oh, it's exactly. No, it's not. But it's just, it's kind of bittersweet. and And I see... At least we know, and and that's kind of scary because what that could mean is that since he is in Avengers 4, he could die in Avengers Infinity War coming up in a month. Who, Captain America? Captain America, which I always speculated he probably would and the mantle would be passed down to Falcon. So Falcon would become Captain America, but you never know. because well, And see, because he could live to Avengers 4 and then maybe die in Avengers 4, but what I'm thinking... Wait, what? Huh? So he may live in Avengers. He may last until Avengers Four, and then die in Avengers Four. Yeah. Uh, so so he may live in Avengers Infinity War, but then die in Avengers Four. Or what I think is actually going to happen is he's going to die in Avengers Infinity War. It's going to get past the Falcon, and his role in Avengers Four is just going to be flashbacks. Isn't that just? Well, it's it, just going to be flashbacks. Isn't Avengers Four going to be? Avengers Infinity War Part 2. No, they, they, they said back in uh, early 2017 that it was two separate films. They changed it. Because it was Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, but uh, they changed it to a separate film, which I like. I, I think Infinity War needs to have its own ending, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is pretty much it for mine. Captain America the Dead Boy. Yep. But, okay, this brings us to the segment where we can recommend things and such. So, do you want to recommend anything to the viewers, or the listeners, I mean? Uh, uh, I, feel no. like we, I feel like we've been really boring on this podcast. Like, we're, we're both really tired. I am a tired boy. You are a tired boy. I don't really have You're it. a tired weenie boy. I'm trying to... I've, been just, I've just been watching a lot of old cartoons lately. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this is the part of the show where we recommend anything. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't have to recommend new stuff. Um, let's see. I've been watching, um, what's his name? Hong Kong Fui. An old cartoon. Uh, OG cartoon. Yeah, and uh, I really yeah. like it. It's only like 12, but I think 12 episodes, that's all it lasted. And um, I like the voice of him. He's a scat man, something. Mm-hmm. That's a, I don't know if that's his real name. But he has a nice voice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's funny. It's charming show. So if you, if you want to watch that, then you better or I'll, or I'll get you. <laughs> um, one the first one I want to recommend is not one that I've I haven't played yet, but we both watched gameplay on it. Uh, is uh they just released Detective Pikachu for the Nintendo 3DS, which looks awesome, and I I can't wait to pick it up. Um, but it looks fun, so I definitely recommend checking that out. It's a a mystery based Pokemon game, right? Where he has to like solve mysteries and talk to different Pokemon, yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a cool one. And uh, that the Detective Pikachu is uh, Gen Eight confirmed because uh, yeah, 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 the, <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's not going to be a Pokemon Stars, you simpletons. You simpletons. Not, uh, I always thought it would be Pokemon Galaxy. I, I I thought that would be better. Pokemon Universe. No. Pokemon, that's, Pokemon that's, uh, Giant Humans. That's, walking that's, Dinosaurs. <laughs> Alright, I like that. Um, your your next thing? You want to recommend anything else? Why not? Why, um, I'm still watching... Uh, like I um, recommended uh, Last Pot. Podcast. I'm still watching Hayate the Combat Butler. Still pretty good. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I'm also watching. It's called a certain scientific index. It's also an anime. I'm watching the dub. I don't know why. I don't. 
But yeah, when it comes to the subs and dubs, I don't really care. Like, sometimes I prefer dubs if they're done right. But if the dub kind of sucks, I just watch the sub. Or I'll just watch the sub and just maybe watch the dub later. Right. Which seems kind of redundant to watch it twice. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm watching the dub. You can watch the sub. I don't know which one's better. The dub's really good. Mm. I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess my next thing, uh, me and my, uh, beautiful and wonderful girlfriend. Girlfriend. Brother. Michaela. Brother. Uh, we watched Coco for the first time. We got it on a red box and watched it. Uh, it was one that I wanted to watch in theaters and never had the chance to actually get out there. Um, one of the best animated films I've seen ever. Oh, well, well, well. And, I mean, it's great. I still have it over there. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of bland. No, dude. I, it's it's the exact opposite. Like, it's so, like... Not bland. No, it's... <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, it, um, just the animation is perfect. It, the culture that's in it, like... Um, and I, I didn't know a whole lot about the Day of the Dead, but, like, kind of experiencing that culture is really cool. You should have been in my uh, fifth grade art class. Oh, yeah? That's, uh, we did a whole, I think it was a month. It, it, it's, day of the Dead's a day. Yeah, but, like, the entire month we made masks of Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took a month. It, it wasn't complicated. <laughs> and we did it. And then we did it. I remember this thing. We, uh, um went up after we made the mask and we wrote about people who died in our lives mm-hmm. so yeah and there was a, a student whose mom died that was pretty rough yeah. uh but i mean that was a dark turn but okay no i'm saying like why well, no, I, why would the teacher make us do this <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh but no it's fun i mean it's beautiful animation the uh the story is awesome. Uh, it'll make you cry. Because it, it, it did make me cry a little bit. Um, Dante. Remember that name. Dante. You will fall in love with Dante. Is that the pup? Yeah. Nice. Dante's the pup. Which I guess now you don't need to remember the name because you know exactly what we're talking he's about. The, he's the dog. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. I, th- I think I think they uh, the dog type of dog he is because they refer to him in the uh, in the movie as a cholo dog, which is a uh, which is a spirit guide, I believe, and I may be butchering this, but uh, like it's a spirit guide that um guides you into the land of the dead or whatever. Uh, is he like a a real type of dog? Yeah, and yeah, they're real. Well, because I watched the special features after I watched that, and like they. The people who, uh, Lee Unkrich, I think was the director, him and a bunch of his crew went out to Mexico and, uh, they actually got to play with these puppies and, and experience the day of the dead. But yeah, that, that's, that's really the end of it. So no, but wait, do, do those dogs actually take you it's to just, the afterlife? It's so just, that, that, then that's a lot, like, buckle up if you get that as your first pet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he'll he'll you recommend to take you take you take you the day of the dead or wherever. You recommend something now. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you psychopath. Uh, one more thing. I get. You want to do one more? I don't really. Yeah. Cause don't we do three? Oh, we usually do four. I mean, when I say usually, the only other time we've done this. Yeah, well, we're doing three. Okay, go ahead. We'll do it live. Um. I don't know. No, I don't care. Oh, uh, what? I've been listening to a bunch of new stuff. So, you're in luck. Um, let's see. I'm looking at my Spotify thing. Uh, I've been listening to this band called I the Mighty. Mm-hmm. I just heard of them. They're, um, I guess, punk rock. Um, they're pretty good. They're pretty, 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 pretty good. Per, 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 yeah. Oh, and uh, Leon Bridges, he released two songs called uh, Bet Ain't Worth the Hand and Bad Bad News. I listened to it. It's really good. I really liked it. And uh, he, he's very soulful. Um, and uh, he's like folky. His previous album was 
folky, but this one's more soulful, so I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I want to do like a double recommendation. Uh, since the first one came out on DVD and Blu-ray last Tuesday, which was the day after um, we aired the podcast, and then the next one is coming out tomorrow on DVD and Blu-ray. I do recommend both of these movies. Uh, go pick up Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. I think it is one of the best movies of 2017. Uh, it was just phenomenal and heartfelt and it's it's hilarious. Uh, the one that's coming out tomorrow, I think it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, Last Jedi. Star Wars Last Jedi. I know there's a lot of controversy about The Last Jedi and what people actually think about it, but I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will be going to pick it up tomorrow just to rewatch it and see if there's something that maybe I missed that people are getting pissed about, but you know, yeah. I enjoyed it. I know there's quite a few people that did enjoy it, but I, I loved it. Um, the whole, there's, I mean, there are some things I had issues with, but I mean, that's, it's nitpicky. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That yeah. is it for this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> What's become of you? So thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you want to follow follow me on Twitter and Instagram, follow uh, Chris on Twitter. Um, his uh, th- those will all be in the bio. Follow, subscribe to our YouTube channels. Uh, subscribe to uh, this podcast on Anchor FM, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, on Pocket Cast. Now, I will say, I did say that you could listen to this wherever podcasts are, uh, wherever you can find podcasts. Now, that was supposed to be the truth. Anchor FM is supposed to post this straight to uh, Apple Podcasts, to Pocket Cast, to Spotify, um, to Google Play. For some reason, uh, Spotify and Google Play, it, it's not one to post it. I'm trying to get that fixed. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's going on there. I, I got in contact with them. But... Yeah, if you if you want to check us out on the ones that it's available on on Anchor FM, Apple Pocket Casts, uh, yeah, go check us out, and uh, yeah, go yeah. follow me on uh, Vocal, um, Vocal Media. Uh, that's where I write articles and stories. Uh, and I, I'm also on Medium. You can find me on Medium.com, which is a similar website. Uh, I have a few stories on there, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Do you want to plug anything else? Um, let's see. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in again. This has been Odin's Beard, the most electrifying podcast for pop culture, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye.